Please. Don't you use Prime now? Don't I do. Do you not use that? No. No. You can't. Think it's kind of weird in the now? city because it's no, no. <laughs> it's kind of weird in the city because it's literally like a dude walking around. Sometimes they don't even have socks on. Like it's kind of weird. Sometimes <laughs> like, they don't have socks on. My body, my body. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Um, so, Leslie, what are the holidays today? Let's just holidays. jump. Let's just jump right in. So, today yeah. we are celebrating a couple. Um, the first one is a shout out to our friend Gabby, uh, who hey, loves Gabba. puns. What's up, Gabba? <gasps> Um, yeah. A bet and aid punsters day. Um, I'm not even going to try because okay. she is the master and I will just embarrass myself. But I can't. I get. I can't. <clears throat> puns are okay. Are you sure but about I that? Get... <laughs> I can't... You had some strong emotions earlier. I get, I get real mad. <laughs> I get real mad. I'm fucking Jeopardy when Alex damn Trebek. <laughs> so <laughs> condescending. A smug, condescending asshole because somebody didn't get the horrible pun. The worst. That those bitchy writers on Jeopardy did. <laughs> I they cannot... need to step up their game. See, if I were I'm a Jeopardy so writer... Mm-hmm. Things would be different. You should do that. I want that's my life goal. I want to be yeah, a celebrity writer. Yeah, so, nice for everyone. Your balls. If any of our but, listeners can help facilitate that, please. So you should be a Jeopardy writer. Because you don't want to be a Jeopardy contestant because it's like you have to go terrifying. on camera. But you're like the smartest person you're in the much. world. So you should be <laughs> accurate. I have done the calculations and I know. <laughs> so you but should yeah, definitely. Jeopardy puns make you real mad. I'm real mad! Because <laughs> so mad I like want to throw stuff at the screen! <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Full okay. disclosure, I am drinking. Erin is not. <laughs> um, she's I'm not high on the wonderful. <laughs> no, no, no. I need a couple drinks first. <laughs> Little pooper. Uh, uh, so the other yeah, we- holiday we're celebrating is National Young Readers Day. So call it the, I was supposed to also be drinking, but I was worried about getting TVs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So sorry that our uh, dear listeners are not enjoying both of us after a cocktail. We do and need you I'm, awake. I will next time okay. be drinking. Continue. I'm always up for that. Okay. Uh, our other holiday is National Young Readers Day. So we've talked about some of our favorite kids' books before, but do you have, like, another one to share mm-hmm. this week? I really loved uh, Shel Silverstein's poetry collections, particularly let's let's bring it to the classic Sidewalk Ends. Yes, amazing. It's perfect. I still love it. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite? I'm gonna go with The Witches by Roald Dahl, even though I think he was an asshole. Um, he left Patricia Neal <laughs> for her best friend, which is not okay. Um, but The Witches is an amazing book. Oh, is that what happened? I was about yeah. to ask you what I can't remember his yeah. personal. He was I just knew that there's stuff that people get annoyed by. To Patricia Neal, the actress, the classic Hollywood actress who was amazing. Um, <laughs> and he cheated on her with her best friend, basically. Yeah. But he wrote really good kids books. I've never, yeah, I've never, I've seen The Witches so many times mm. as like a little kid. I just uh, loved it. Angelica kind Houston. of like British and Angelica Houston. Oh, 
amazing. She's so. I want to watch it like right now. I know. I was just <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> play it while I'm working on my homeless tonight. Um, the little, their little mice and the damn grandmother is so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And like, ugh. Is she Scandinavian as well? I don't know. I can look it up. That was an odd kind of connection there, but I thought that that might be why I liked it because that was when my Finnish friend was living with me to bring it back to like, what, a week or two ago. That I was like, I didn't have much, you know, connection. Is it, is it, <laughs> is it my... But, is that the grandmother? Maybe. She's the only one with the black and white picture, so I'm assuming. Probably. Uh, my Zetterling? No, I mean, like, no, 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 was the character supposed to be? Oh, well, Not the, the actress is Swedish. Oh, well, then, yeah. Sweden so... should get buzzed. I gotta go to Sweden. Gotta go to Sweden. I got some, I got some like, <laughs> distant go relatives Sweden. over there somewhere, I think. Do you really? Yeah, my mom's great. I so my mom's great. Your face is pretty. <laughs> my mom's people are from there. Oh, that makes complete sense. Very interesting. Interesting. Okay, wait. Does wait? I, I'm totally off. <laughs> I forgot that we're what talking. What are we talking about? Well, now. Um. Okay. So that was holiday. So we get. Oh, and also, what's tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow is World Freedom Day. Yes. Yes. Which we should say, where instead of um, me tweeting tonight, I need to tell people I'm not tweeting, um, we are recording on Tuesday because I'm going to go see a play on our normal recording night. And we are in the throes of the election. Yeah, I don't think polls aren't yeah. even closed yet on the East Coast. No, no, not even. No, no, no. Like like Wait, I thought they were open until, some are open until 9. I hope Durham's open until 9. I think some of them close at 7. No, don't look that up. Anyway, so there's going to be a take a while. 7 p.m. 7.30. We got an hour. Thrilling. I would say go vote, but if you're listening, the election's over. We're just hoping for um, no demonic possession, basically. (laughs) That's really all we can hope for at this point. I was making like a joke on... I love it because I made a joke on uh, Facebook today that was... No, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't a joke. To me, I'm, like, joking in my head about how, like, I'm so nervous. I just want to, like, cover myself in, like, a Canadian blanket. Like, and I meant, like, <laughs> like metaphorically <laughs> um, because I had been, like, I was, like, looking at all my, like, uh, people in Toronto that I follow on, like, Twitter and stuff and thinking about how I'm going there um, a week, uh, sorry, a month from today. And I love how somebody, uh, my friend who is from Ontario, who lives in California, was like, "Samezies." <laughs> she was like totally like stressed out. Oh, I saw her. Right yeah. Now. yeah, well, you know Megan. Mm-hmm. She came to our Halloween party and yeah. probably some other things. Um, but then also someone literally commented about how they have a Canadian blanket. <laughs> Here, this will keep you warm. <laughs> oh my god, it was so freaking hilarious that I had a blanket. I told her I was like, "How how wonderfully." Uh, literal mm-hmm. of you. That's <laughs> I was beautiful. Being, yeah, a Hudson Bay point blanket, which is like a, a type of like wool or something. Uh, I had to look it up. I was like, what is she talking about? But it was like a literal. And I was like, no, I'm just so, I hate so being anxious. in New York right now. It's so anxious. Nothing, um, job wasn't anxious. It's just like, I think it's that both the damn candidates were here voting. It's yeah. just like the whole freaking city is like just 
buzzing. It's like yeah. nervous about what's going to happen. I even hear like, I hate being in a battleground state. Oh, it's like, everywhere. It's all everywhere. of our major elections are deadlocked and it's so stressful. Yeah. No matter which side you're on, it is stressful. Well, North Carolina, it, that's like a real, uh, because of the type of stuff that's been happening in the past few years there. You know, Can you want to be able- the, the news for something good, like, like once. Can we? Like something <laughs> cool happened in North Carolina. Yeah. People love each other in North Carolina. Awesome. No. I was, uh, someone asked me who is also from North Carolina at my school if I did an absentee ballot. I was like, yeah, I did. He was like, because <laughs> we were like, we can't, like, New York's fine. North Carolina, uh, we can't always trust to be making the right decisions. So I think I've already talked about that. Sorry, but. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Did, uh, do you have a cool sugar baker moment this week? I was about to ask no, you. No, you did. Yours is cooler. Go. I, no. Uh, well, I got to see my favorite comedian who is since, uh, since, no, I don't, since when? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> who's drunk? Not me. Um, who has become an Emmy award winning comedian, which is hilarious. That was actually like one of my, apart from Tatiana, of course, we've already talked about, that was one of my favorite moments like of television, like ever. Cause yeah. I, and I had just rewatched that special, like I think the week before. I didn't even realize it was up for an Emmy, honestly. Um, I had just rewatched it cause I love him, but I stopped to see Patton Oswalt at we Beacon do. Theater on at Thursday. The Beacon. the Beacon, um, which has very uncomfortable chairs. <laughs> Try to squish everyone together. Like I'm already a larger lady, and the guy beside me was very, very large. Poor the dude. Like between the two of us, we're just like uh, just a hot pile of people. Uh, <laughs> it was also warm, you know. But like I looked around, and everyone was like that. Like everyone was kind of smushed into the chairs. I was like, oh no. Um, but it's absolutely beautiful theater. Um, and Patton, I I've been convinced. I actually feel really bad because I do follow him on like Twitter, but. I guess at one point I was less twittery uh, than I am now and totally missed about his wife dying. Totally missed. My brother told me when I visited in August, he was like, Oh, did you hear about his wife? I was like, what? I just had no clue because as I was telling you before we started, like, um, well, it doesn't really matter, but he's been a, he's been my favorite comedian for at least like 10 years. uh, But I never really talked about it because like no one, really liked his humor as much as I did that I would, that were in my circles really like some, I would sometimes find people, but um, like the microbiglia or like Aziz Ansari or like Louis CK, like people kind of responded to them more as opposed as of the comedians that I liked. And uh, so I'd never really talked about Patton that much, but yeah, I would listen to um, two of his albums. I really loved and loved uh, over and over. Tell me like when I was um, had the nostalgia when I had insomnia, and couldn't sleep and I would like have like particularly if I had like a nightmare I would listen to his and so I have very like uh affinity for like his humor and then um it's definitely matured over the years like like when he started dating who uh he did marry I think that there is definitely a, a difference in his comedy and I still loved it like his story about <laughs> when him and his wife interrupted an orgy when they were trying to um <laughs> trying to just see a house they were gonna buy that is like i wonder if i can find it on like youtube that is like the funniest story if i wake up and i'm like kind of frazzled or something i need to go back to sleep i'll put that on that story and like listen to the rest of the album after it but i start with the interrupting orgy because he talks about like (laughs) fuck squash fuck squash it's sasquatch but like 
with fuck in it. Um, <laughs> like the funniest thing. I can't, there's no point in me even trying to tell a joke. But, um, uh, yeah, that's an indication of humor. So I already really adored him. And then I was like, my little heart has been just going out to him since I realized that he's going through, it has to be one of the hardest things people go yeah. through, you know? Um, especially with his little daughter. I think she's like six. She is adorable. Oh, she's yeah, I, I sent Leslie a picture of the two of them. Um, uh, he, he tweeted with, I voted stickers with the two of them. And they're just so, that's like a, that's a little team there. You can just tell, you know, it's beautiful. But um, I'm convinced, this is getting long, I'm sorry. But I'm convinced that um, the, the pieces, the bits that he did uh, when I saw him live, everything was amazing. Uh, everything I cracked up. There were a couple of repeats of like jokes I'd heard before actually, but I don't remember where. And so that was kind of funny, but um, the fact that he could make grieving hilarious and actually make me laugh about Arbor day. Like I, laughed, I almost peed myself laughing about his joke about Arbor day. Um, and the bits are actually ones that he, he did on Conan as well, okay. um, which is different, you know, like, uh, it's different to do it like in that kind of space where it's on kind of TV and stuff, but to be like by yourself on stage and to make people laugh about your grieving and like to share people in that way. Like he is, I think like the best comedian of his generation. Like Aww. he already, like I already loved him, but now it's like, he's like another level, you know? Um, and, I'm, and that's why I was so excited when he got an award because I know it was bittersweet as he's talked about since, but um, that the accolades, that, hey, I know they don't really mean anything because people, you know, are wonderful who don't get stuff. But uh, like I said, since he's been my favorite, but like people weren't really on board for a while. I hope that that um, people will get on board because he's like a genius. And I love like his tweets are like lifesavers sometimes when I'm kind of like annoyed by something. Uh, he will bring sense to it. Uh, yeah. So I, got to see. I know that was real like. <laughs> It was very sentimental, but I guess it kind of is a situation where that comes up. But it was a fun night. I went to see him, and then went and got a cream puff, and I walked home, and it was fun. Cream puff, which we had when you came to visit, so that was fun. The beard papas, I guess I should give them a little shout-out. They were, okay, I'm going to be honest, they weren't quite as good as I remembered, <laughs> and they're more expensive now because they closed for remodeling. Um, uh, but it was like the end of the day, so maybe it was like, you know, maybe they just weren't as... Maybe they're old cream puffs. I don't know. But I was like, I was like, ah, eh, they're like more expensive by like a dollar or something, which added up. And I was like, mm, maybe I'll get this if I'm here, but I don't know if I'll make like a special trip necessarily. Yeah. Wow. So that was kind of an asshole move of me. That was like, we should give them a shout out. And then I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> oh no. Don't, don't, Leslie, don't put that in the show notes. Because <laughs> okay. I feel like a dick. I'll just leave it out. Cool. Sorry. Oh my god, sorry. What was your sugar baker moment? Um, so well Sunny's in my lap right now, so I guess she's gonna help me tell it. Um, <gasps> she's just all up in my take business. A just sitting you have to show people. Can you? Take, yeah, I can. You can yeah. do a selfie. Um Thanks. so this week I finally hooked up the VCR downstairs. <laughs> it's yes! been sitting down there for a while. Cause you know, like it was it used to be up here and then Sunny, look at the camera. Sunny. It used to be up here, and then I gave you that TV, so I took it downstairs. Oh, so bad. And, um, no, 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 no. It can totally be hooked up to our TV. I just didn't know that. Um, because oh. the configuration's a little different, so I've been putting it off. Um, but I played around right. with it last night and got it to work. 
So that was pretty fun. Oh my gosh. Early 90s made for TV coming attractions are my favorite thing. I love it. It was there Wait, was actually Yeah, go ahead. There was a, t- a made for TV movie with Hugh Grant, Julie Andrews and Anne Margaret. Where else in history is that combination possible? What? I don't understand. It was amazing. And then so I watched um the remake of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane with the the Red Gray sisters and um, Oh, it's a remake. Cuz the old ones like from like Betty what Davis 60s or something? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um and I've never seen the original. I've read a lot about it. Like, either. But I've never actually watched it. But the remake, I mean, the Red Graves are brilliant, amazing. Insert all of the the lovely um, adjectives that you care to. Dynasty. It was amazing. Um, so I have since like gotten more VHS tapes from the bookbot, and uh, this is hilarious. I like, tried like, so hard for you to get the 1998 revival of Cabaret with Natasha Richardson and Alan Cumming. They said no. No, they're the only library in the world that has it. Is New York Public right? And right. like it's this three VHS collector set, and they're the only people that have it. <gasps> so, if any of our listeners know how to get your hands, on oh wait, uh, have, they, VHS, have they officially said no? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to oh, get yeah. a B. I found a behind the scenes of the production of Anna Christie, which I'm gonna sob my face off if I get it because mm-hmm. that's where uh, Natasha and Liam met. Uh, oh, is Why doing Anna Christie on Broadway. Look. You don't. But Auburn may send it to me. <laughs> you don't. It's going to be beautiful. Look, be you are all about some, like, not uplifting shit. <laughs> Who needs that? No one needs You're that. Like, let me watch the thing that's going to make me cry and just and think about the death of love. And just, <laughs> it's horrible. Like, it's beautiful. No, but it's, what they crying. did was beautiful. You're crying because it's beautiful. <laughs> but also, it's going to make you so sad. Because she was taken too soon. And I also tried to find, apparently, I think I texted you about this. There was a production in London with um, Lynn and Vanessa and Gemma, their niece, mm-hmm. who is Corin's daughter, of Three mm-hmm. Sisters, which is a Chekhov play. And no one in the entire British Empire thought it would be a good idea to document this for posterity. Oh, I personally no, yelled surprising. at my British friend, like, why did your people do this? And uh, on behalf <laughs> of all British people, he apologized to me. Good. Okay. As and I was like, but it's a small country. You know the Red Graves, right? Like you could just call them up. Yeah, it's very little. It just, it's very little. Just call in a favor. Also, if Vanessa's yeah. up for it, I just really want to hug. Like that, you can make that happen, right, Telly? And he was like, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, so that should sorry. be on your bucket list. That was a tangent. Vanessa Redgrave. Hug. No, but Hugs. like, do, I, I live in New York, so maybe if you like come here, they will let you watch the movie there. I don't. The, know I mean, the cabaret there, like in, the, in house, in the first search, or like record, bring the like, star for. <laughs> it's like for serious researchers <laughs> only, so you might be able to watch it like there, like in a screening room or something. Mm-hmm. That would be worth it. So maybe next time I come visit, we'll go. Uh, we'll go watch the cabaret at the library. Yeah, like, that sounds perfect. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So it's all coming to God. I would love to see that. Yes, I think oh that would be gosh. amazing. All so you can try to let us, like, yeah, or, like, I have a very clean record at the NYPL, so maybe they'll <laughs> let me have it. You can get us in. <laughs> like, yeah. serious well, researchers. I'm in grad school studying such things. You're, you're studying, we'll say, film. Yeah, I'm a serious researcher. Yeah. 
You're serious researcher. We'll go in there. We'll go in there with um, elbow patches on our uh, Our blazers. They'll know our sweaters. Oh, our sweaters even. That's better. Sweaters and blazers. (laughs) Blazers (laughs) over top of sweaters. That's just silly. Is it or is it stylish? That's not a serious. (laughs) It's so serious. It's not. I was kind of thinking, I was like, if patches make you, like, serious, and, like, we could go full, like, salt and pepo, like, where, like, the patches. I was thinking, like, knee, knee things? What are those things? You know, the knee, knee, knee pads, you know? That's what I was thinking. I was like, in my, it, like, kind of escalated in my head somehow. I don't know. Oh, it's going to be a long night, isn't all right, it? So That's all right. All of my long tangent to say, if you know how to get this, I'm, I'm excited to throw money that I don't have at this this like VHS so let us know if you know how to get it yeah the hive mind of a sugar baker girl listeners yes. it's what can happen <laughs> yeah so uh, what did we watch this week <laughs> what did we watch well we started with the second season which I didn't think about until I was looking up like information about it I was like oh yeah which you could tell by like everyone looked like a little different mm-hmm. um uh, so we watched season two, episode one, which aired September 14th, 1987, which was uh, almost a week after my birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. Um, it's called 100 Way. Oh, sorry. 101 Ways to Decorate a Gas Station. Sugar Bakers. Oh, sorry. I need to let's just take a minute, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Gather yourself. Oh, Oof, can we? Um, TV Guide says Sugar Bakers has a promotion promotion offering, a should promotional offering. Oh, shit. Hold on. Sugar Bakers has a promotion offering a free room makeover, and the winner is the owner of a gas station. Oh, I didn't realize it was a gas station. Yeah. Uh, One of the first SO stations in Atlanta. Ah. uh, Okay. Oh, okay. I just was tired when I watched it. Uh, The winner is... uh, Oh, shit. Damn. Hold on. Uh, Jonathan Banks place. <laughs> I was trying to go to his page on IMDb. He is a wonderful character actor. Yes. He's been in everything. Yes. That's what I was trying to do is I was trying to get to that page and then I clicked on IMDb's see full cast and then like just chaos and everyone food. who has ever and existed has been into Sugar Bakers and knows where it is. Well, that that's the thing. Yeah. It's so <laughs> How it is and I wasn't on the right page where it's like it gave me the full cast I didn't go to the right page for, oh, for the episode cast and like because I was trying to remember what I've seen him in like real recently he, he was in like I think Breaking Bad yeah, right you yeah watched that, didn't you? yeah he was in that and now he's in Better Call Saul also uh, right in community yeah. recently oh yeah um, he was in Wise Guy in the late 80s if you ever watched that I did when I was about eight or nine and probably should not have mm-hmm. But my dad was like, this show is great. You need to watch it. And oh, the show? Talking to a child. Yeah. Wait, what was the premise? I want you to tell it me, even like, though I looked it up. Um, it was like so something to do better. with the mob and like this really cute <gasps> guy going undercover in the mob. <gasps> oh. You know what I'm talking about? I'd have to look it up. Because um, I'm not exactly sure. Vinny Terranova does time in a New Jersey penitentiary to set up his undercover role as an agent for the OCB organized crime bureau of the United States. Of course. <laughs> it went on for that. four seasons and it was amazingly terrible. Um, oh. Also, Jonathan Banks was in Falcon Crest. 
the classiest oh. show that's ever been on television. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, shit. As Shelby Valentine? Shelby. Okay. I forget that that's like a name that's from men sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so funny. Like, what? who is it? There's somebody like Ashley. Is the guy, is it Ashley that's in from like Gone with Got the, the Wind? Yeah. It confuses the shit out of me when it's like completely, completely changed. Oh, my God. Sequest? Sequest. But, yeah, Sequest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that bring that back. I used to watch Sequest and eat like a whole iceberg head of lettuce for some reason. <laughs> that was like a that was like a good night for me. <laughs> there was a show called Oh, he was in the Do you know the one? I never watched it, but Delta Burke was in one mm. after Designing Women called Woman Women of the House. Oh. And he was in it. And he oh, was Jim Sugarbaker. Wait. Wait, Following who was the death yeah. of her husband Ray? Suzanne Sugarbaker moved to Washington <gasps> to fill her husband's seat in Congress, dragging along her developmentally disabled brother, Jim. <gasps> oh, no. So when we finish this show, this clearly we're going to start this one. I, I'm kind of uncomfortable about how they're going to do this. I don't know. Like, it's very weird that you first played a character that, like, they're weird about, and then developmentally disabled brother that she drags along. This sounds very strange. There's six episodes. And her adopted daughter. An adopted daughter. What the fuck was Suzanne doing? <laughs> like, what? Okay. This went off the rails. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot. All right. Cool. So that's this. That's, that's, that's him. That's him. <laughs> doing lots of things. He's in Beverly Hills Cop. I think I know him from that, too. Oh, and stir crazy. Oh my god. Like a lot. He's just like, he's, he's so still kicking things. it. He's doing so many things. Killing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tangled is going to be a TV series. What? Oh my god. It is after, is, it is about the movie. That's going to be a TV series. What? What? Was that necessary? Weird. It was a fun movie, but like, what? Okay. Well, <laughs> that's happening. Yeah. All right. I guess we should. Uh, do you want to talk about this episode? Yeah. So we started Sugar Bakers as per usual. As um, per Everyone looks a little bit different. A little bit different. Yeah. Um, Julie is at the bank. Anthony is visiting his family in Alabama. And Charlene had an appointment with her psychic. So Mary Jo is holding the fort down. And Suzanne yeah. comes in. And Suzanne brings up the fact that she just thought Charlene was at her psychic last week. And Mary Jo's yeah. like, yeah, she, she goes every week. <clears throat> and her uh, psychic is named Tova of Biloxi. So Tova? That's a, um, it's a Jewish name. Is it? Mm-hmm. And, um... Sorry, I, I just met someone whose kid's named Tova, like, oh, recently. Cool. But I was like, oh, it's like, it's like super Jewish, yeah. But Suzanne I mean, brings some- up how she doesn't believe in psychics. Um, she just, if she wants something to happen, she just makes it happen. And mm-hmm. if it still doesn't happen, she pretends that it didn't happen. And this way, she's never disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> uh, Mary Jo says that she yeah. hasn't looked at this month's books. And they'll be lucky to even break even. Mm. So they're not doing pretty well right now. I didn't realize as a kid that this is like a common theme on the show. Yeah, I did. I was thinking about that too. Watching you know? that, like them maybe going under, like not having enough to make payroll and stuff, was like a continuing thing. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have really, that wouldn't really sunk in as a, as a youth. Yeah. yeah. So Charlene comes in and she's all excited and she says, you'll never believe what just happened. Of and course. And Joe says, the incredible Tova told you who you're going to marry. Like, How'd you guess? It's so weird that this keeps coming up because, like, and she's the only one, the literally the only one that hasn't been married. Funny, yeah. mm-hmm. right? All right. Yep. It's always about who she's gonna marry, and Mary Jo says, "I'm yeah. psychic." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and Charlene points out that this time she was very specific, and then Whoa, Suzanne says, "Well, Desi Arnaz oh, Jr. cut out there." Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Suzanne. No, it's okay. I just didn't hear what you said. That uh, she said the the psychic said that she was pretty specific this time, and Suzanne says, "Well, Desi Arnaz Jr. was pretty specific uh, that last time," and Charlene says that was only a possibility among many. And um, mm-hmm. she is uh, the, what she said was she's gonna Charlene is gonna meet a diamond in the rough and reject him at first, but we'll get to know him, and then they'll fall <laughs> madly in love and get married. Because he's like. He's going to be gross, is, like, the caveat. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what she's going to be, there's a word that she used that was very, like, strong about repulsive. him being gross, that she's going to be repulsed by him. Yeah, he's going to be repulsive, yeah. And <clears> the, <throat> the details are a mole on his right cheek and has the initials EA. Uh-huh. That's what she's going to <laughs> And about this time, Julia comes in from the bank, and she's upset because the bank is not going to extend their loan, and... She was insulted in the parking lot by rude and adolescent cretins. And oh, I love it. They ask her what she, what they said, and she says it doesn't matter what they uh-huh. said. They say what they always say. And Charlene's like, come on, what they say? And mm-hmm. she's like, Mom. What do they say, Leslie? Sure would like to be your daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to have me some of that. I'm going to fix that gift for you. Delivered just like that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Delivered just like that. Because it was just like, it was just so yeah, deadpan yeah. and very <laughs> Julia Sugarbaker. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she said that, that like, none of that is important, though. What's really important is that she was reading the paper standing in line and she got this great idea. And she tells a story about how there's a car dealership giving away a Rolls Royce and a dog won the contest. But the story gave the car seller so much publicity that people are coming from Valdosta, which I looked it up, is actually three hours and 15 minutes away from Atlanta, to buy a oh, car wow. from this dealership. And Mary Jo's like, I'm really surprised, first off, that you read it, and also to buy a car just because a dog won a car there? Doesn't that amaze you? That's so st- <laughs> it's such a weird. It's like sounds like, like small town news, mm-hmm. you know, when they just say the oddest thing. You're like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, that's what it kind of sounded like to me. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Mary Jo has to add like her little anecdote with it, and she's like, "Say, Edna, when's it time? When it's time to train in our Buick? I want to go where that dog won that car." And uh, Julia's like, "No, the point <laughs> is that like we can also do this thing, like not give away a car." but give away a free makeover of one room in somebody's house. Like, it wouldn't cost them that much money just to do one room. It'll give them really good publicity. They can have all of the newspapers come and do yeah. like, the before and after and kind of chart their progress in this room. Um, and she's like, well, let's start with, you know, how much money do we have in our advertising budget? And Charlene's like, nothing. <laughs> and she's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, let's go from there. And then when we come back, they've done everything, and it's time for the drawing. 
and Charlene comes in and she's late because she dropped off cards at the liquor store and a few other places. And Julie gets a little upset with her, like, no, the whole point was, like, limit it to people who came into Sugar Bakers and have a sale. So, like, people who would normally be their clients would be entered into this thing. But it's time for the drawing now, so it's too late. And Charlene starts telling a Rose story about how she once saw <laughs> a Rose story. We're just gonna call it that now. There were two yeah. winners by mistake. The entry cards got stuck to one another, and two winners got down on the floor and beat the tar out of each other. And they're like, "Okay, if you're quite finished with the story, let's let's grab a winner." And um, Charlene pulls out number entry number fourteen ninety seven, Eldon Ashcroft, the poet. Which sounds really high class mm-hmm. until a grubby looking dude who mm-hmm. needs a shower and a fresh pair of clothes raises his hand. Um, I would love to see you in this episode. You would be annoyed the entire time. I just feel like, dude, can I, can you come to my house and I'll give you a shower? You can have a shower yourself. No, no, you wouldn't get Leslie. Hello. Well, he's already in Sugar Bakers. <laughs> he's already no, no, with no, Julia. He can just have a shower. He said, I'll give you a shower. No, I give him hilarious. the use of a shower. <laughs> no. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so it turns out he lives in an old SO station, the first or second uh-huh. SO station in Atlanta, and it's a dump. Uh, his yeah. only request in the beginning is that he would like to fill his bookshelf with the Encyclopedia Britannica, volumes A to Z. If that's not in the budget, uh, A through L will do in a pinch. <laughs> And he says, he lets them know if anyone needs the restroom, it's outside. And Charlene gets kind of, like, excited and nostalgic, I guess, for Poplar Bluff, maybe. And mm, she's like, yeah. an outhouse? And he's like, nope, just outside. <laughs> I didn't realize she was that excited. I thought it was like, she's just, <laughs> she's, isn't she starting to realize at this point that they're, like, that right, they could potentially be the dude that she was? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I was starting to realize, right? And then, uh, I mean, I knew, I knew from the get go. When I saw that mole on his face, I was like, "Oh, I know where this is going." <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah. And uh, Suzanne suggested they just buy it from him and torch it. And yeah. And was like, "Well, we can't back out now. You know, we've already had the papers come and all this other stuff. Like, we have to do it." And Charlene says she knows it's her fault. She just wanted to get the public involved. And Julia says, "This man is not the public. This man withdrew from the public long ago." This man has not had a bath since Dwight Eisenhower was president. Which is like 30 years at this point. Um, and Charlene says it's a shame he has such a cool name. I had no idea, actually, how long that was, that reference. I was like, ooh, old dude, don't know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is where it clicks. She's like, oh, he has such a cool name. Eldon Ashcroft, E.A. Then she starts losing her mind and grabs Mary Jo. And Mary Jo also starts freaking out. And she starts grilling Mary Jo about whether he actually has a mole on his cheek and they can't remember. <laughs> oh, he does. And Charlene's like, you have to remember my whole life depends on this. Her and whole Julie, damn life. She could whole just life. not marry him. She like, could just she could, not. She, she could just not. <laughs> she could just not <laughs> engage or talk to or, you know, yeah. just not. And Julie at this point pipes in because she wasn't home during this whole conversation and she's wondering if she's missing something. And uh, they fill her in and um, she's talking about the the job not being such a bad idea. 
And Mary Jo says, it looks like a pretty bad deal to me. If you can put a smiley face on this one, I will eat that sofa. Well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Julie reminds them if they can do this, you know, they'll get really good publicity and hopefully get some money and some customers out of this. And then he comes back in and Charlene freaks completely out when she sees the mole on his right cheek. Yep. Yep. And Mary Cho's trying to cover for her. And she says, I'm sorry she had a very bad experience with a mole as a child. It won't hurt you. And Charlene says, easy for you to say. You don't have to marry him. Charlene doesn't have to marry him either. Sidebar. Um, yeah pretty well so uh, we cut back to sugar bakers where julia is letting eldon sleep on her couch because they have to fumigate the so station and he refuses to go to a motel because he is trying to not break a lifetime record of never staying in a motel Uh and charlene's still freaking out about having to marry him and julia says in fact just don't like i forbid you don't marry him and yeah. then he comes out of the bathroom and asks where to put his luggage, which is in a paper bag. And oh. Suzanne tells Julia she better deadbolt the upstairs door. And Mary Jo hands her a spray can and says spray a big uh, ring of Lysol around him. And Charlene decides she's going to stay and chat with him. I mean, after all, like, they're going to be married eventually anyway. Oh so my God. they should get to know each other or whatever. And, um, so, uh, so other people, again, if they didn't like him, they would stay away from him and not, like, engage in conversation. Yeah. And she tries to, like, start getting pertinent information out of him. Like, he's never been married. He doesn't have any diseases. In fact, the, um, the doctors at the clinic tell him he has a special kind of immunity and that a bath would kill him. Gross. Um, he says he's known a lot of women. He's ridden with them on buses, sat next to them in parks, passed them on the city streets, and seen them in church. They've all been Mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, so the next day, he's talking to the Atlanta Journal, which is the newspaper in Atlanta. Uh And he's talking about all his, uh, rejected fabric samples and, like, flooring and all that. And, um... Julia says she's going to get him to select something today if it kills her, and she's decided to use a new approach. She's not going to scream or choke him, which I guess is a step in the right direction. Yeah, you know, baby steps. Baby steps. Um, Suzanne is (laughs) real short with him when they're trying to be nice and explain things to him. She's like, look, pick a decision and stick with it, okay? And he decides... They're at the end of their rope. They're just done with this whole situation. Yes. And he decides he wants to decorate around the American flag. And they're like, we can't, we can't do that. That's just distasteful. And he's like, I thought the customer was always right. And Julia says, you were mistaken. That was two weeks, three raw papers, two floor coverings, 11 sofas, four end tables, and 16 lamps ago. We are no longer interested in what the customer thinks or wants. And furthermore, they will not be, there will not be a vibrating bed with a pay box or a revolving lamp with a camp scene. And she says, not as long as the sugar baker name rests on this project. Not now, not ever. Do you understand? And then he gets mad and starts shouting at them and starts to rush out. Um, and they're fumigating again, so he can't go back there. Yeah. And Mary Jo's trying to explain to him after he's like, well, didn't you already do that? And she's like, well, now they have to kill all the stuff that came out after all the first things died. And so then later... 
and Suzanne is trying to stall the newspaper on the phone because Eldon is got mad, went out, I guess, got drunk, and is now passed out on Julia's sofa. Yes. And Mary wow. Jo concedes, and she's just like, he's beaten us. Let's face it. Like, we're done. Mm-hmm. And then Charlene comes in, and she's been with Tova for hours. And she says she went to see her one more time, and she told her specifically that the mole on EA's cheek is not on his face. <laughs> I love her delivery of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Charlene wants help for them to get a peek at his cheek, so to speak. Uh, oh, hey, oh, did you, Leslie? She, did, no, she Leslie. said that. I didn't say that. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did. She said, <laughs> so <Isaac."> sorry. <laughs> so it's bad sorry. pun day. Charlene is Oh, jeez. Um, and so Charlene's, like, imploring them, you know, you have to help me. If I could just know there was no mole there, then I could actually sleep tonight. And Mary Jo's like, but if I look in Eldon's pants, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and then she has this sassy ass face. Like, it's great after she says that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, uh, Julia points out Sugar Bakers is on the precipice of ruin, and all you can think about is whether some bum has a birthmark on his buttock. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne, like when they're asking her for help, says she wouldn't drive by him on the freeway. She's certainly not going to look down his slacks. And Charlene's like, "Well, if you could just help me roll him over, I'll I'll do it myself." This whole scene <laughs> is ridiculous. ridiculous. And so Julia agrees to help. Could they ask him? Right? I know he's literally asleep right now, but couldn't he just, like, couldn't they just be like, do you have a mole on your butt? Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but that's less it, it seems a lot better than asking. I mean, sorry, than asking. it seems a lot better than actually checking. Sorry, yeah. yeah. And so somehow Julia helping has turned into Julia being the one to look. Did yes. you notice that? Like, Charlene's yes. first, like, hey, can you just help me roll him over? And then all of a sudden, she has, like, maneuvered it. She's got the mitts on. She's, yeah, yeah so she's that Julia looking. has to be the one to look. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she's got the big mitts on. She's like, I'm not going to touch those clothes. So funny. And they have to climb yeah. all over him. Uh, there's just, I could take a week making gifts out of this whole episode. Um, <laughs> That's he it was a really good episode, so I was kind of sad I didn't tweet it. But, you know, whatever. Hopefully it's just the start of how good they're going to be. Yeah. And yeah. So he starts to wake up and asks them what they're doing. Awkward. And Julia says, don't be alarmed. We aren't going to harm you. And he's like, you're not going to cook me, are you? <laughs> and this is the time when Anthony decides to come back in from his trip. With Julia. I knew that was going to happen awkwardly on top of him charlene like weirdly kind of underneath him not really and he said he stopped by to see if they needed anything but he can see they have it under control he's just gonna go now and charlene's like no we need a man yeah okay go ahead sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead no no no. uh so then he's like you know what's the matter with the man you have here laying on the couch and Julia yeah. says, you know, we've ruined the business and taken up with this person since you've been gone. We know it looks bad. And Anthony's uh-huh. like, I'm going to have to agree with you there. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Charlene's like, it'll all be better if you just, like, do me one tiny favor. It'll just take a few seconds. You can wear Julia's gloves. And Anthony's like, I don't yes. know why, but I don't like the sound of that. 
so they find out, and Charlene is so relieved, and she says she feels like she can start her life over once again. And uh, Eldon is up and about at this point, and he says, you know, he guess he'll just go home now. He's sorry he caused them so much trouble. He knows he was stubborn and contrary, but he was always told the customer's always right. And he uh-huh. brings up the writer O. Henry and asks them if they've ever heard of him. And he says that um, he, the in the story. He didn't like it that he posted the so or oh Henry didn't like it that they posted the social roster of the four hundred in New York. So he wrote a story called the Four Million, and that basically the moral of the story is that everyone is worth knowing, and he kind of likes that, which is very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought it was great. Yeah, and then Julia's like, "My soul, he knows oh Henry." And I was real annoyed by that. Yeah. Yeah, like why can't he read? It was unnecessary, judgmental, and uh, and sometimes where someone is in their life doesn't mean that's where they've always been. Like it was just kind of like, come on now, let's not be whatever. Yeah. Julia and I need to have words sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. He says no. Actually, I read it in the tra- Trailways newsletter, but still, it was there. He read it. He can read. It was there. He read it, and you know what? He got what he needed to out of it. Oh, whatever. Yes. <laughs> Um, and Charlene's all excited now. She says, I could kiss you. I won't, but I could. Um, and even yeah. though you've been nothing but trouble to us, I want you to know I've enjoyed knowing you up to a point. And up to he, a point. Up to a point. And he apologizes, and he felt like by not making a decision, he was drawing out this whole process um, and like making it last longer so he could spend more time with them. Um, but instead, he just made everyone mad. And they point out that that's very like gracious of him and he says you know I don't like to think of myself as gracious and Charlene says well how do you like to think of yourself and of course to keep things light uh, as attorney general of the United States which is how we envision we all envision ourselves right Um, yeah and Julia asks if he did all this because he wanted to like prolong the project because he liked them yeah and um Charlene says, you know, I really like that, that everybody's worth knowing. We should make that our motto. And Suzanne says, I don't know. It doesn't do much for me. (laughs) Of course. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so then they kind of start, like, compromising a little bit. Mary Jo says, you know, I think I I could probably find a rotating lamp. It might not have a camp scene on it. I love this. Yes. And he was like, you know, I can compromise on the flag. We don't have to do the flag thing. And um, Mary Jo points out, she's like, you know, sometimes you're so with it. And he's like, I know, it confuses me too. (laughs) (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so they try to give it, you know, they decide they're going to give it one more try. And he says, if I'm going to stay here, there are going to have to be some new rules. And then he points at Anthony and says, for starters, he he has to keep his big mitts off of me. Rude. Anthony yeah. walked into this situation. Well, we don't, I mean, we don't know exactly what happened. No. Right? Like, I mean, you know, it we may assume, have gotten But we, yeah, we don't know. He probably just woke up to a man looking at his butt. Probably. <laughs> or holding something at his butt, and it's probably very confusing. I don't know why he's still there. This is funny and ridiculous. It's a sitcom. <laughs> um, so then we cut to the finished product, and it's super nice. Um, it's like quirky. In his sense, but also kind of refined yeah. in their sense. It was ridiculous, that change. <laughs> like, yeah. 
<laughs> like the it's like they changed the foundation. Like come on. It was a lot. The walls are all different and everything. Yeah. It was a lot. But whatever. People were there. It was a party, you know. What they it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, and they're gonna take the after picture um for the newspapers and stuff and none of them wanna get close to him because he still hasn't mm-hmm. showered. And so finally, Charlene just like slings her arm around him. There you go. And yes. Julia grabs Suzanne and pulls her in close. And Suzanne looks really awkward, but everybody else is trying to smile. Mm-hmm. And um, we end with that little the snapshot with the flag in the back corner instead of in the middle of the room. Yeah. So it still kind of had the uh, that theme, I guess, is the point, right? Yeah. But just less, uh, more understated, I guess. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. So there we go. That was the episode. It was a, it was fun to watch. There was a lot going on in that one. Yeah. It was a good season opener. Yes, I think so. Buckling right in. Did you have a favorite outfit? I have three, so you go first. Goodness gracious. All right. Um, I'm sure mine is one of the ones you picked, but I'll just take it out of your three. Um, I loved uh, Mary Jo's watermelon outfit. <laughs> that was, I think it was, it was the one, I think it was like midway. Mm-hmm. And it was when, it was when he was explaining or he was saying, no, no, it was like, yeah, it was during the, like, the customer's always right part, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. basically. And I like how you laugh because you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you, when I, I say do. watermelon outfit. Because it looked like a damn watermelon, it apart did. from they're green. But um, it has – I'll pull it up on my, like, little phone. She ha- It's got, like, one of those those kind of necks that – well, like, tops even. That's like you're wearing a skirt on the upper part of your and body. Then, yeah, you have the dress, and then you have this <laughs> ruffly thing, pilgrim-looking thing, thing on the top of it nonsense um and uh it had like these so it's like pink that why it's like a watermelon because it's pink but it has these like huge um they're not even like polka dots would be in this it's just these squares (laughs) of like so like they're not even i guess they're not exactly even like seed shaped but yeah they're these like where the hell is my picture i took of it Uh, oh yeah oh my gosh so funny the way the squares kind of go a, like around the top thing makes her yeah makes her top of her body look like a slice of watermelon um and that's poopy and then there are also bits on the bottom too that have yeah there's like another kind of ring of squares and then in the middle she has this giant like it's not even a belt would be the wrong word again it's like a it's damn like a cum- cummerbund yeah cum- cummerbund yes um it's fantastic it's <laughs> what was one or two of it like you should say both Okay, well, that was the second one. The first one was I quit. Mary Jo's, the first, the, the, I think this is the first outfit or whatever. It's the long, like, wrappy crossover dress thing that was blue, like a denim color. But yeah. It had this, like, I guess she had some kind of camisole underneath, but it was, like, 3D or something. It didn't look like a flat camisole. It looked like there was something oh. like coming off of it. I don't know. And oh. then, again, with the cummerbund thing. It was, like, black, like, this ginormous belt with a design in the middle. So, like, big enough for you to actually see the design. So, like, too big to be a belt. (laughs) Yeah. And it went all the way to the floor. And it was amazing. Yeah. And then I also, um, I had, like, three. So I could pick. um, So we could have different ones. 
Um, and Jeez. the other one was Charlene in the same scene, uh, with her purple dress with the black turtleneck. Oh, that was a good, yes. I love that. Like her shoulder pads were just, her shoulder pad game is so envious. I bet you guessed that I was going to say one of those two. Yeah. Charlene's would be clear. Like, I, that would be obvious that I would pick hers. <laughs> but that, I don't know, the watermelon was refreshing. I was like, yeah, watermelon yeah. dress. It was amazing. There was so much good fashion in this episode. It was, yeah, again, just buckle up. This is buckle just up. the beginning of season budget, two. Bigger budget. They're going to be, there's going to be bigger hair. Yep. There's going to be bigger oven mitts. There's going to be bigger belts. <laughs> everything bigger we're gonna be drunk most of the time there were podcasts just kidding just kidding are we, we- <laughs> are we i don't know we're getting into november and based on whatever happens tomorrow yeah we may need some it's little season it is i know i have rum to put in my like cider but i probably need to get some whiskey because now you've got me thinking about uh, whiskey sours and all that shit yeah yeah is that our is that our episode, my love? That's our episode, dear. Um, <laughs> was, I don't know why that <laughs> came out of me. Thanks, oh, thanks for man. joining us in our romp this week, guys. We thanks, always guys. Have fun and hope you do too. Let's see where can find us. All over this bitch. Um, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. What uh, bitch is this? The internet. <laughs> The wide, you know, we're, vast we bitch are of the still internet. back the words bitch and ho. Bitches and hoes. We are. We say that a lot. We are because we say it to each other a lot. We're just stealing it back. We're not. It back. It's not about the damn patriarchy and all it's that really shit. Not. I it's call grown men I want to steal back the C word. What? Yeah, I know. I mean, we call each other hoes. Uh, I said I want to I want to steal back the C word, but I know that's a very. Um, people get real mad at that we're one. We're going to work on that one. Um, that was going to take a little longer. And you don't, and you don't like that word too. I wouldn't throw it at you, but I noticed this. Some people reacted to it and they got real mad and they were like staunch feminists. Like, you cannot like women and use that word. I was like, I'm calling a dude that. And yeah. like, I'm, and I, and I have one. I'm very happy and I'm like, whatever. It's like, I'm owning it. You know, it's yeah. a, they got real mad at me. And now I say I'm pissed around them just to piss them off. I've noticed. But uh, yeah, still back all, like, let's like fuck still the back. patriarchy. Let's fuck steal them. back all the words that make women considered like you know, not good enough or whatever, and exactly. and just use it all the time. And so just like use it all you, the time. Just use it all the time, so that when you call a woman that, it doesn't mean any more, any less than when you call a dude that. Yes, it's just you calling anyone that. You're not calling a dude that because it's making him as bad as women. It's no. calling him that because he's a he's a fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got. So oh, yeah, uh, check us out on the internet. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like Always. us, please take a moment to rate us and review us on iTunes. If you don't, please don't do that because bad ratings don't boost us. Just it, well, you, you can just I don't care. Hey, Leslie, we're in America. I mean, you can tell us now, you don't like us. Or now we have free no speech. If fucking that. Donald Trump can almost be president, then people should be allowed to rip us a new one on okay, iTunes us, if they feel so inclined, madam. Give us bad reviews if you want. I'm so sorry I asked you to no. not to refrain from that. I'm so I'll sorry. Censor their hate. They can hate us. <laughs> God, I am in a mood. Yes, All right, guys. Next week, post-election. Hopefully, we still have a country. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Just need to roll, my friendship won't end. <laughs> like, let's say.
think I ordered a box of Q-tips from Amazon Prime now, and then it's like they're like half used by the time they get there. I don't even know. Like, it's a weird. Carry your cat litter for you? Do they haul seventeen pounds of cat litter? Yeah, it's like a dude rolling around. 